0: Hey folks, welcome back to the start of our new season at Police Pod Talk. Now I've got on the line, we have to do this on the line because of this whole social distancing thing. I've got Abby still out there with us.
1: Hey everybody.
0: And we've got Jeremy on the other line. Hello. Okay, thanks guys for tuning in or calling in or getting this thing done. We're doing it a little bit different. We all have to change with a little bit of technology, but... We're gonna talk a little bit today. We're gonna start out talking about this whole virus being quarantined and this whole pandemic, how it's affecting everyone's lives. But I mean, even us, uh, the fact that we even have to do this over the phone, it's affecting our lives also so I'm gonna let Abby go ahead and start out and I know she's kind of like oh great I can't see her but I know she's thinking <laughs> <laughs> just kind of give us a little rundown Abby on how things have changed in your life I and mean, with your family and traveling and I mean just simply going to the grocery store just give us a little rundown of what's happening
1: well um, now I'm actually working from home with my kids And my husband, Um, my husband actually um, is on unemployment right now um, due to his job. Um, It's still there. It's just kind of on hold right now. Um, But just doing work from home. The kids were doing the e-learning, thankfully. Um, They are done now. So uh, school is over. They're officially in summer break, which I think we're all happy for. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think many, many people are happy. Um, So, you know, it's just kind of one of those trying to balance okay, I got to hurry and get my stuff done because I know um, they're going to be waking up. And, well, my daughter, middle school, she really doesn't need my mom's help anymore. But uh, my son in elementary does. He he likes things printed out and things laid out for him. So that's kind of sometimes gets a little stressful because sometimes the, if if there's a little kink in some things, he, he doesn't like that. So actually it worked out perfect um, me being at home um, to kind of just sit here, if he has questions so um that's the home life um going to the grocery stores you know um we're kind of eating our pantry out and then i kind of <laughs> go where my husband goes and then uh, right. um but mainly i've been going to probably walmart a little bit of kroger so they uh, they don't really require masks i know they recommend it i have not really been wearing the mask i'm not um the mask wearing kind of person unless i go to menards mainly um, so that's kind of, I think, it for us, just kind of hanging out here at home, um, talking to neighbors or friends outside um, when they, when we, you know, kind of stop by to say hi, um, mainly in the driveway. It's, it's certainly a lot different. So how hmm.
0: so have you seen a change in your kids throughout this entire thing, and how much do they understand?
1: Um, I can't say they Full, I mean, at least my elementary. I guess he he probably talks more about it. Um, I don't know that he fully understands. He asks questions. Um, he just knows. You know. Unfortunately, life kind of halted. Um, I mean, we still, like I said, we still saw friends kind of outside and around. Um, so that part, I mean, I, I wasn't that bit. You know, when on nice days, I let them go ride bikes with the neighbors. Um, just because I know they were outside. They weren't allowed to go into anybody's houses. And I know riding bikes, you can't be that close, obviously, otherwise you'd be wrecking. So <laughs> I was a little bit more lenient that way um, on the outside, um, riding bikes with like the neighbor friends. Right. So, um, so they haven't really restricted, you know, they at least got to see some people. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. even like my parents that we're close with, you know, for a while, they couldn't kind of go over to their house. We kind of saw them in the driveway. That was probably the weirdest Mm -hmm. for them, um, is not going to grandma and grandpa's house, hanging out there or spending the night if they wanted to. Um, I mean, we still saw them, but kind of outside, Mm -hmm. um, get it wise. I mean, it's just one of those, this is stupid. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like, why do we have to do this? You know, especially, I think it's, it's hard, I think, to get your head wrapped around something that you can't see, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, you're hearing these stories of people being sick, but I'm not sick. no one I know is sick. Um, so that's, that's, I think hard for kids, at least mine to kind of get. So to them, like, why do we have to have restrictions when (laughs) no one, we know, you know what I mean? When you can't see it, it's not, it's this virus. And I mean, you kind of relate it to the flu, Mm -hmm. but it's still something you can't see. Right. So I think that's a little bit harder to, totally comprehending, and oh, I think yeah. sometimes it's hard for me to totally comprehend, right. too.
0: Right. Now, you did mention that you're working from home now. Uh, now yes. How, how is this changing your whole mindset of when you do finally go back? Because we know from you know hearing your story, you do home visits. You go out and you visit people. How is this going to yeah. change with you now?
1: It'll be interesting. Um, I think definitely uh, working from home, I have to admit, it is I like it it is kind of cool you know it's, it's nice not having that drive i have like a 30-minute drive so i have to admit it, it's kind of nice not having so you're, that. Saving, to,
0: you're saving money on gas
1: oh absolutely and it's, i have to admit that's very nice okay. um or getting up extremely early to get in so it's kind of nice waking up at like the time you should start working you kind of work in your pjs for a while so you're like okay i should probably change <laughs> um Going back to home visits, it will be actually. I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I'm excited to get back out there because that's the one part I love about this job. Um, is going out to visit people and seeing mm-hmm. them. Um, a lot of times, even we're sometimes their only visitor for quite a while, right. so you know, someone to talk to, right. So they do get excited about that.
0: So, I mean, um, what about precautions? Precautions, there you go.
1: I don't know, I, I'm not a one that's total into i i don't know i i i guess i haven't thought much about it because Mm -hmm. i i know it's not going to happen for a while so my head hasn't really i'm still just kind of like even if we go back to work i think i'll be fine because i i just know the people that we work with if you're sick i think they will you know they'll use common sense to stay home um it's totally different so i haven't gotten my head totally wrapped around going into people's homes right um, I think if they show any sign of anything, I'll be like, all right, I'll come back later or <laughs> I'll see you later. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I could see going into their home wearing a mask because we're not in their home for very long. So, you know, especially probably for the first week or couple weeks wearing a mask, absolutely. I could, I could see that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but then obviously taking it off, throwing it, you know, to me, I think it's hard to go into one place, have something on, and then you're just continuing to wear it around to each visit. And I think that will be hard because I think that's the whole thing is what germs I bring into here. Now I'm going to bring them into this house. Now I'm going to bring right. them over here. So I think, you know, we definitely have to take precautions into what we're bringing into their house too. So right. Right. not just what they have. Cause most likely the people we're visiting haven't gone out, you know, maybe exactly. if they have to see a doctors, but doctors offices, I think possibly might just starting to be opening up. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been doing video conferences or over the phone. So, you know, I think a lot of the older people that we see probably really haven't got out too much. Right. Right. So I don't want to bring something to them either. So
0: now, no. this next question here, you can answer or not answer. Uh oh. <laughs> How's this affected your relationship with your husband?
1: <laughs> Actually, <laughs> truthfully, um, better than expected. Um, not that I think. You know, I think it's funny because there's a lot of mornings he'll just get up because he's not working. I mean, he's doing things around the house and getting things that probably got put off or, Mm -hmm. but it's funny because he usually gets up in the morning and all of a sudden he's like gone. I'm like, where'd you go? I just had to get out. Like it's one of those. (laughs) And then he comes back and he's fine. Yeah. But it's like one of those, I think he just feels like he's got to. even if he goes to drive, he's just got to get up and Mm -hmm. get out of the house for a tiny bit. Um, But actually better than what expected. I know they say domestic, um, violence cases are up, not here at this house, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't, I Just knew good. that <laughs> wasn't
0: happening, but.
1: <laughs> Just kidding, no. um, Actually, better. You know, sometimes I think, you know, obviously when you're stuck with somebody, you get on their nerves, um, um, no matter who it is, as much as you love them, everyone gets on each other's nerves when you're kind of yeah. stuck with them, but actually, it's been a lot better than what I was actually expecting. So, oh, good.
0: That, that's always We
1: kind of know when, okay, we got to take a space. Yep. I usually help the kids, he goes somewhere else because that's. He gets his patients are low when it comes to that. So
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> he usually is out with that.
0: Oh good, good. And Jeremy, you've been listening in. Let's hear it. Same thing, same questions to you and your family and uh you know getting out, going out. How's it been going with you?
2: well i will say for the most part uh, other than obviously working from home has been the biggest change um you know as we learned last season abby and i we do the same job so i'm also working from home and you know we're talking to people on the phone it is different and it is odd you know telling people you know we can't go visit you right now we are not you the people we can't go visit somebody i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's different that's hard not being able to do the full job you know i i'm also ready to get at least back into the office um doing work you know things aren't quite as organized here as they are at my office at work so um it's nice to to get back in the office or it will be nice to get back in the office when that finally happens right um as far as home visits you know i'm ready to go out and do those as well um as far as precautions uh, i i'm sure we will be wearing masks i can't say i'm super excited um, because (laughs) i wear a mask when i have to but it's i'm sure everyone feels the same way it's annoying to have to wear you know, obviously we understand the safety reasons why, but just because mm-hmm. of having it, you know, if you're wearing glasses, they fog up your glasses, oh, yeah. if you're, yeah. you know, you're talking and if it's hot, you know, and breathing, you know, they're just, again, obviously we understand the safety reasons. They're just, they're not the the funnest things to have on. So won't be looking forward to that part, but obviously we understand why you know, we'll have to wear those. And I'm sure no. we will be wearing those for a while during right. home visits. Obviously, like Abby said, protect us and protect the people we're visiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we don't want to pass anything either way. So, um, I'm sure visits will be different. We'll probably be a little bit apart. You know, some people might not even let us in because of that, you know, and we'll, we'll just have to see as we go along, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen and how people react and how we react when we start to these visits. So oh, yeah. Yeah. we'll see how that goes. But other than, other than work, um, my life hasn't changed too much, I will say, for my wife and me. We don't go out and do a whole lot to begin with, so we're home a lot. We do things at home. As far as I know, at least here, restaurants are opening back up um, and people are able to go. We still have not gone to a restaurant. Um, um, we didn't really go out to eat that often before anyway. Right. Um, you know, we didn't go to the movies a lot. We did. We didn't do a whole lot. So that honestly hasn't changed that much. <laughs> Um, we still go to her parents' house. We still go to my parents' house. You know, that's about all we we mm-hmm. did a whole lot before, and we're still doing that and seeing them and everything. But, um, what okay. was your other question? You know, was, the one
0: about the relationship. How's that relationship? <laughs>
2: relationship. You
0: knew I was going to ask.
2: It's fine. <laughs> 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 no, that that really hasn't changed either. Um, obviously, we're spending. Every, I mean, I, I was thinking about it when Abby was talking. You know, at least it's been what about two months now since we've been home and we've spent just about 24 seven together Hmm. every single day that entire time, because we're both home. And if we go to either parent's house, I mean, the other one person's going with us. I mean, we've been together pretty much this entire time and things haven't really changed. Things have been good. Mm. Um, the dog's loving it. Um, she's, (laughs) she's getting walks early in the morning. She's getting walks during the lunch hour. She's getting walks at night. So she's loving it too. So that's good. But no, things haven't changed too much for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy she's happy too. Yeah. But no, things haven't changed. Obviously it's more serious for other people if they're going through it and I like Abby said kind of with her kids, I don't know anybody personally, they're in my family or anybody around that has gotten it uh, or has, you know, anybody that that suffered with it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of difficult to imagine. Obviously there's a lot of people out there who have it and are going through this or know somebody that has, has gone through it has passed away, different stuff. But, um, at least for me, I I don't know a whole lot of people or anybody that's gotten it. So it's, it's like Abby's, her kids were thinking it's hard, something you can't see. It's hard to imagine it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it is, and it's hard to think about, but for me, other than work and working from home, not much has changed. Right. Right. Which I guess, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but, um, as far as grocery (laughs) shopping, Uh um, Going to the stores, you know, wear a mask if we have to. Um, that really hasn't changed as far as going. We instead of grocery shopping for one week, we're grocery shopping for two weeks now, just so we don't have to go as often. But yeah, not right. not a whole lot has changed in my life.
0: You know. And and either one of you can answer this next question here. Uh, well, I'd like for you both to answer it without getting in anything really political. Okay, don't don't go that route. I'm, what I'm asking you is, what has been the strangest thing about this entire quarantine, this entire uh, virus. What is, have you seen amongst people being the strangest thing and you're just surprised by?
2: Um, I guess what surprises me sometimes, and I not really so much around here where we live, but in other states, and I want to point out Michigan and maybe Florida and different places, but um, I guess people purposely doing things just because they want to do them even though they know it you know it could be harmful towards somebody else you know passing the virus or whatever it is mm-hmm. you know just because they feel like they again obviously they have the right and all the different stuff and they just feel like they want to do something need to do something and like going to the beaches packing those in, going next to all these different people i mean right just uh, and without even again people do those things and I'm, I'm fine with it if they're being cautious just taking precautions and doing different things but people purposely doing things just in spite of states or the government's warnings mm-hmm. against this or the cdc or you know whatever right. they're warning against doing this so people are purposely doing it just because right. that part surprises me I, way back at the beginning of this thing um there was this young girl who went viral who was going around i think she was like licking toilets And then she caught the virus and people who were just uh, the basketball player who went around the NBA player who went around purposely touching all the different mics after their conference, just Mm -hmm. to just in spite of the whole thing. And then he tested positive for, I mean, just people, again, I understand people doing different things. I mean, I've been out, I've seen people, I haven't always followed it perfectly, but people doing the extremes just because they want to go against what the recommendations are. That's what surprises me.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I can see that.
0: (laughs) That's all I you agree. have to say. <laughs> That's it. Okay. No,
1: I, I totally agree. I mean, it's one of those. I I definitely get where Jeremy's going. It's one of those. Right. They're just doing, yeah, doing stuff on purpose, just to you know, it's not like, well, I don't want to, you know, maybe wear a mask or I don't right. want to do this, but it's and it, but it's still not even using common sense, mm-hmm. you know, like okay, just because I don't want to wear a mask, but if if I don't feel good, oh, you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. they're just doing things on purpose to more or less mess with everybody else instead of, uh, come on. if And you just use common sense. It's not right. that hard, people.
0: Yeah. So for the two of you, I mean, you've been watching our, um, you know, our frontline, our first responders, our nurses and doctors and police officers going through this. I mean, has that been a thought in your mind about what they have to go through? Have you guys even thought about them?
1: Yeah, because I, I have um more. I don't really... I have more nurse nursing friends, right. um, some that work here in uh, like Parkview. I right. know a few, you know, like that I've heard some stories here and there that I know the one I um, said, you know, she talked about a, a person dying that she, you know, they really couldn't help because, you know, and the family wasn't there and how horrible and, you know, just the thought just tears you up mm-hmm. um, that that's going through it. And then, you know, yeah. I've talked to, I have nurses that are in doctor's office and, you know, they're, have totally changed, um, which they really haven't seen it too much. Um, I've also talked to a nurse friend about the, about face masks right. where she doesn't like the face mask when you have to wear it for too long, right. you know, that's coming out with the carbon dioxide that those kind of stories that, you know, what, what after wearing it for so long or breathing in what you're supposed to be breathing out, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's definitely some concerns I think all the way around of just the horror stories of people being in the hospital alone. And passing away, where mm-hmm. loved ones can't be there, and you right. know the nurses and doctors can only do so much, or can only you know you really can't console them because you really can't be in the room that long. I don't believe so. Right, right. That thought is just horrible. Hmm.
0: No, no comment there, Jeremy. Are you? Oh,
2: yeah. Um. Yeah. I've I've thought about it, especially. Um, with us, with our work and everything, you know, we get calls about people from hospitals and different places. And I know I've gotten for me and my counties that I cover, um, up in the hospital in those counties, I talked to the social workers and specific people up there every time a case comes in right. where that person's gone to the hospital. So I've, when I've talked with them, I've always asked, I said, Hey, how are you guys doing up there? And I've talked to them, you know, a, a couple of them, a couple of different times since we've been home and they, you know, they tell me how they're doing and, mm-hmm. you know, what the situation is like with them and everything. And I've got, you know, I've got some friends who, who work in the medical field and everything. And right. you know, mostly on Facebook, they'll post what, you know, what they've seen. And it's always, you know, it, it I mean, it's. It's extreme, what they've seen and what they've gone through and everything, and that's always difficult to think about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of focus is on you know, the nurses, the doctors, and those in the medical field. But like you said, the police officers, mm-hmm. they are going out there and interacting with people, too. And I don't know if you guys watch it or ever watch it, but the show called Life PD is on TV, and we watch that every once in a while. And their whole thing now is they're focusing on officers and you know, the medics and firefighters going oh. out there who are interacting with people and their masks and, you know, their social distancing and all that stuff that they've gone through. So oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, in, it's impacting everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the thing that I think is so different about this. It, it's everybody. It doesn't pick and choose. It's just hitting everybody and you just don't know if it's going to be you or your family. And yeah. And I can say in my family, um, before this even came out, had a name to it or whatever, I know my son and my daughter-in-law both went through it. They had every sign, every symptom, and they dealt with their doctor, talked to him, and they said, well, just quarantine at home, You know, be home, because they're young, they're, they're very mm-hmm. active and athletic, but they had to quarantine at home. My daughter had it before it had a name. And I mean, we were watching her kids and then trying to help her out, and she was going through every bit of it without ever the doctor knowing what was going on. My father-in-law, was diagnosed here just recently his new wife oh. was diagnosed here just recently and I mean they've got those two and they're both of an older age so I mean mm-hmm. with the fear of what could happen to them And we're still waiting to hear but I mean it's it's hitting everybody and it's hit really close to my family um, and it could have been yeah. even worse but we're getting through it and I always think my thing is and the reason I'm talking about it today is the police officers I mean we you know we're police pod talk, but the police officers, different stories that have been coming out. And I guess I really want to focus on this one that uh, came hot off the press here <laughs> from uh, Tampa uh, down in Florida. It's uh, a Clearwater Patrol officer. Well, she's a sergeant, uh, Meg Hasty. Uh, she's been on the police department since 2005. And she kind of tells her story on what's going on in the different changes that have happened. And I guess they, they had a man who hadn't seen a stepmom who he checked in with uh, almost every morning. So he called the police, hoping that they could swing by. And, Jeremy, you kind of talked about that, you know, we don't go do visits, so sometimes we have to call the police and have them go swing by. Well, uh, Sergeant Hasty arrived with a partner in the house that morning. She and the partner found the doors were locked. The shades had been pulled, The mailbox was full. There was a Halo Fresh uh, meal kit out on the front porch that was full of food the officer stood in the driveway trying to figure out where they're going to force their way into the house or what they were going to do they knew from the stepson that the woman wasn't feeling well they also knew that there's this frightening virus that was going throughout the whole world and there were hundreds of new cases every day in Florida Hastings was already wearing her her gloves for the call And if she had to go inside, she was going to get suited up in her goggle, the plastic gown, and the N95 mask. That's the new body armor that they have to wear uh, to fight this invisible enemy. As they stood in the driveway, Hasty heard a cough through an unlatched window. The sergeant walked around to the window and knocked on it. She introduced herself as a police officer, asked if the woman was in there, and she stated yes. They spoke through the glass, which later, Hasty was grateful for. The woman recently returned from a cruise and had decided to quarantine herself. She said she would call her stepson to let him know that everything is okay. Hasty took off her gloves, squirted some hand sanitize, sanitize, sanitation, sanitizer in the palm of her hands, and she moved on. A few days later, Hasty got a call while she was playing cards with her mother in her house from her lieutenant. The lieutenant told her that the woman that was on the other side of the window tested positive for the COVID-19. So just that little bit, she said that now she is starting to change her entire routine when she gets off of her shift. She'll make sure she sprays her boots, her duty belt with Lysol. She'll go into the house. She'll take off her uniform, throw it into the washing machine. She'll get into the shower. All of this before she ever greets her husband and her three children. She says Mm -hmm. just extra precaution that she has to another step she has to take after she gets off patrol patrolling in the downtown districts. Sometimes she rolls up on the call with her gloves already on. If she enters a building and they put on their surgical mask, if she finds out that someone in the building has flu-like symptoms, then they'll put on that N95 mask. And if they're doing any type of an arrest, they make sure their hands and their face are covered. She said that taking reports over the phone is strange, just like we found out doing a lot of this over the phone is strange, especially when they are always sent out to go meet and greet somebody. They said it's clear that in the community is on edge. The residents who used to work from an office are now working from home. There's a lot of watching their neighbors and calling the police over activities they think is new and suspicious. So they're getting a lot of calls for that kind of stuff. A lot of worried family members are asking the police to go check on their parents or their siblings who they can no longer swing by and visit. She said that these people are all afraid, and they are all are afraid, just like we are. And she says that sometimes people think that they're going overboard by you know, wearing the mask and doing all those things. Kind of like what we were talking about, too. Sometimes, Abby, you said you sometimes wear the mask, you sometimes won't wear the mask, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So she said the problem is, is when these two values start to clash and that's when the police have to intervene. When people who think it's overboard and when people who are doing what they think is right. But they said it does not help when people are having these barbecues and these parties going all against what the public health order is talking about. She says she understands that people are missing the social interaction and they need to unwind. But she said it puts them at risk when they do these kind of things. She says, I think I would ask that people would take it serious so that they can stay home. They said the the medical employees, the firefighters, the police department, the grocery store employees, the pharmacies, that way they can stay safe and do their job. They said they don't have a place to hide when this all comes out. And I mean, that's I think that's my biggest fear. I know one day we have to go back, but once we make that home visit, we don't get to, just stand in the doorway and yell while they're sitting in the back room. We've got to go in. We have to go in.
1: Mm-hmm. and I
0: think the biggest fear for me is there's no vaccine for anything yet that I think that's what bothers me more than anything.
1: well, what bothers me is the hopefully the the quickness that they're trying to come up with a vaccine that's you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I know we're quickly trying to come up with one, and well, that kind of also scares me because it's mm-hmm. like. I hate the quickness of it too. Yeah. I mean, yes. Do we need one? Yes. You know, like the flu and all that, but uh, the quickness kind of scares me when it first comes out oh, yeah. always that for And I think it's the te- the first of ever anything that first, you know, they don't maybe fully know a lot. I mean, they know they've done probably some preliminary testing, but.
2: They don't know. Yeah. The full side effects or mm-hmm. what right. could happen. Yeah. Right. That's always, and I was thinking to kind of switch, what I was thinking, I had two different thoughts while you're kind of going through that. The one was, I know at least for me I don't know what all you guys do, but on you were talking with that with the officer. She changed her routine. She wipes down everything. She showers, does all the different stuff. I know for me, if if we go on a visit during that day and we go to a dirty house or we go to a house that, you know, it's reported that it has bed bugs or different things and I'll come home and I'll take my clothes, wash them immediately, mm-hmm. I'll shower, do all the different stuff. I mean, this is something completely new that she's got to do every single shift. And, you know, that's gotta be a huge change because it's, you know, it's not hard to come home and shower for me and wash my clothes and everything but that's just something extra that I'll have to do if we if we do a dirty house visit but this is something she's doing every single day now just because yeah. you never know what you came in contact with and it's not I mean with our visits we know when we go into a dirty house we know when we go into a house most of the times with bed bugs and different things and we know when to take care of and wash clothes and shower and everything but her you don't know what you came into contact with when or where or you know how is so well, that's something she's got to do every single day day every single shift to protect herself
0: right right but, but but I want you to stop and think about that what you're saying there you're saying that she has to do this every single day but we know with dirty house we don't know the corona houses now the, well, the, the clean houses uh, no. can be the corona house so it's almost well, like right, we yeah. need to do this every day also
2: well and that might be something well everyone will do that personally but yeah um, that might be something that we we should well Talk about or come up with, and again, same with us going to the visit. Same with them. She's got her gloves, um, the mask, uh, whatever, whatever else she said she puts on. That's something we'll have to think about as well, as far as going precautions, doing visits, and everything. We'll, we will. I mean, we'll really have to take those thoughts and talk about it as a as a team and come up with a plan and know what we're doing because it won't do any good if because we do visits in pairs it won't do mm-hmm. any good if one person goes in there all suited up ready to right, go safety right. the other person doesn't right. and then mm-hmm. we're riding in the car back together and then you know it, so yeah we'll have to talk about that that's something we'll have to come up with as a team and make sure we're prepared for that yeah
0: now i'm asking both of you and i, I know i'm gonna see if you have both the same answer what did we <laughs> what did we do when we got back into the cars and we felt it was a dirty house What what did we do
1: Oh, you! I wiped our did hands. It. Yeah, absolutely. Like sanitized our hands, absolutely.
0: That's it. That's all we ever did.
2: We never. We yeah, never. That's went about, it. Yeah. Well,
1: the only other thing we would do
2: is if we we might have pulled around the corner and maybe got the bed bug spray and sprayed right. and closed down with well, that. I remember
0: but that one
1: the most part, day. I did that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that, for that's the most a, part. Yeah. It's mostly hand wiping. Yeah, but and I, mean, I think yeah. Go ahead.
1: Oh, sorry. And I think that's a big thing because I mean, the most things, unless they sneezed on you, the most things mm-hmm. that you're touching is with your hands. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you come home, you know, even back in the car, you know, you're touching things with your hands, or you're, you know, like they say, wiping your face, or you know, even, you know, wiping your nose or something itches, so mm-hmm. you're using your hands. So I think that's right. the first protectant is, you know, I mean, and that's the thing is gloves. I don't, you know, I know people are saying bad things about gloves. And I totally understand it. Um, but I think it's one of those, as soon as we, you know, carry the gloves with us. So they're fresh gloves. You Mm -hmm. put them on when you're in the house. The first thing you do when you literally walk out the door, not even to the car is you take the gloves off and dispose of them. I mean, it's not, don't wear them back into the car and start touching things because obviously that's how things spread. Oh yeah. Um, but it's one of those, like I went in, I didn't have them on before I went in the house. I'm not bringing anything from our car. For our work into them. That'd be the first thing I'd put on when I knocked on the door. And then the last thing, as soon as I shut the door handle, the the gloves are coming off and, mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean that I could see too, because the, and then hand sanitizer too, but that's the biggest thing I think that anything else is when you have it, anything on your hands or, you know, that's
2: mm-hmm.
1: where mm-hmm. a lot of body fluid is kind of going.
0: Right. So, right. yeah, I, I can see we, we get a choice on if we have to go or need to go especially Correct. right now when you're talking about police officers and uh, the well i tell you that i've be- had
1: some calls I've called the police and they've said, no, they're not going.
0: That's right. Yeah, I know.
1: And I can't blame but, them. I'm but, not holding it against them. But I have had those for welfare checks. Right. And people called, said, we called the police and they said, no, we're not going out mm-hmm. for a welfare check. Oh, yeah. That's and, in this yeah. area.
0: Yeah. And I got told so, that also. which which I And said. I can't
1: blame them. But, but, <laughs> the, one minute.
0: but here's the thing. There's other stories, too. When you're talking about, you know, a domestic battery going on, they've got to go.
1: You're an actual crime about going about, on. Yeah,
0: hostage situation, they got to go. Mm-hmm. And this whole social distancing thing is out the window because, hey, if you've got to be in there with officers, you're all packed in together and you're going to go. And you have yeah. to just go and you got to worry about the, the other things later. As a police yeah. officer back in the day, the only thing we ever worried about was getting spit on. And we've done several stories of people getting spit on. The other thing that came big as I was going through law enforcement was getting AIDS if you got blood on you. I mean, that (laughs) was huge. You're just rinsing off. You got the EMS people there, and they're giving you all kind of things to to rinse off of. Now, this one here, you don't know what you can't see. You don't know who's got it. And people can look just as healthy as all get out, and you just don't know. And, I mean, like you said, Jeremy, we got to change the way we do things. But are we changing the way we do things now, or are we going to wait to change the way we do things once we get back to work? (laughs)
2: Good question. I mean, well, and I know at least for me, i, I mean even just thinking as we're sitting here talking about it. Um, kind of, Abby brought up talking about the gloves and everything. I mean, that's that's a big one. And I know on visits and stuff, I've always got gloves with me, mm-hmm. you know, in my little binder. Mm-hmm. But do I ever wear them? Not unless mm-hmm. I really know the thing, it's dirty or there's something going on. and you, you got something many, with dirty many, houses, don't you? <laughs> there's many, many hundreds of times where somebody's handed me something, or mm-hmm. I've, I've picked up something, or yep. if somebody's medication bottles. I mean, all these different things that we and I know everyone does it touched without yeah. wearing gloves mm-hmm. and not even thinking about it. But yeah. I mean, now. I mean, you You can't be doing that because you just don't know. Yeah, we
0: shouldn't have have been doing it before if we would have been doing it right then. I think we would go, hey, like you, Jeremy, you said nothing much has changed because this is the way you've been living anyway. We would say, well, it really doesn't change that much for us. But now we've got to change our whole thinking. Uh Yeah. And then our thinking of what am I dragging home? I mean, yeah, for me, I can go right in my garage right here, shut the door, strip down, and come on in the house and leave those clothes laying out there for a minute. You know? Uh, and plus, I'm out here in the country. I can leave my door open if I wanted to. <laughs> but that's another whole story. We were, that's another segment. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, it's just all of us. I, I'm, I'm so concerned about our, our law enforcement people, about our medics, about the d- doctors and nurses. I mean, they are the ones who just had to stay in it and then couldn't really yeah, go right. home. And I mean, for Whoops. us to keep acting a fool out there, and I have just saw it on the news this morning. I mean, they open up things, and all of a sudden, everybody just go crazy. And now you're putting these these people back in harm's way again because you're going to go staggering into the hospital needing some help when you should have stayed home. I mean, I don't know. Okay, right. I don't want to get on the show And with I've, seen,
2: I've seen at least one story, maybe a couple different stories. Like you said, they're, the doctors, the nurses, and the, all the medical professionals, I know we point those two out all the time, but all the medical professionals, all the first responders going into it, they don't have a choice. They've got to go. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they risk coming home, spreading it. I've seen a story where the – I think it was a young doctor who was living in a tent in his garage mm-hmm. because he's out there facing it. I think he was an emergency room doctor every single day of his yep. life. Yep. And he, he didn't want to risk bringing home. I think he had maybe had a, a newborn child, maybe, wow. but he was living in a tent in his garage because he didn't want to have, come in contact with his family. Yep. And I don't know if he's still been doing that. I mean, that was maybe in March that I saw that story hmm. And if he's an emergency room doctor, he's still going every day or every day he works. Yep. Coming into contact possibly with individuals with that, and yeah, he was living in a tent in his garage to to not want to spread that to his family. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, we could we could beat this mm-hmm. we could beat this up all day, but I think my bottom line is, um hey, we got to start thinking about the people who have to be out there, and do you really need to be out there? And until we come up with something, somebody comes with some kind of a, a cure for this thing, it still bothers I, me.
1: Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a cure though. Oh, well. I, I really don't i'm gonna i'm a bircher bubble i don't i i think it's gonna come well, out the round a, and yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think i think it's just gonna era. have to be a new normal Mm-mm.
0: can't do unfortunately. it. unfortunately can't do it guys and, and you no know, I can't do it can't do it i I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna come up with it i'm gonna come up with a vaccine because my pico de hey, gallo yeah. oh, worked pretty do. good my pico de gallo I think if we could just, just eat a bunch of that we'll all be oh. fine <laughs> The hot
2: stuff. I don't know about that. Anyway. But, well, yeah. that's something one more thought. Okay. But I know you're closing it down, but one more thought is that's something else for the officers or people, welfare checks and everything, because you go to a house like you described the officer going to the the food still outside, you know, hasn't heard from this individual. I mean, there's a hundred different reasons what that old lady in there could have, you know, right. the flu, she could have fallen. She could have, you know, hit her head. There a hundred mm-hmm. different things that could have mm-hmm. happened. Now this is one more thing that people got to think about. Okay, this is something else that could be keeping her in there. Oh, yeah. Sick or something that passed away. I mean, that's just something else in all aspects of life we got to think about.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right. But if you can stay home, yeah. stay home. <laughs> what are you laughing about, Jeremy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, like you said, we can talk about this all day long. I mean, yeah. there's... Stories and our experiences and everything, but yeah, like you said, stay home if you can stay home because mm. yeah, that's the best thing to do. Take mm-hmm. precautions.
0: I can't make enough pico to guy off all y'all. Okay. <laughs> hey, okay. which
1: reminds me, I haven't got any lately. Oh well, it's
0: gonna be a while. There. I'm
1: missing it. <laughs> it's
0: gonna be a while. And you I've- can
1: drop it off at my door. I won't talk to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll set it into your driveway. Just ring.
1: Just ring the that out. That's good. Put it on mailbox. I'm good. Just make put it phone. down by the grass on mailbox. <laughs> Send me a text. It's out there, <laughs> all right,
0: folks? Hey, uh, Jeremy and uh, Abby, it's always good talking to you guys, and uh, we're going to bring bring this one to an end. And folks, if you're out there listening, and uh, welcome back again to our second season. We had a great time last year. Uh, thanks for all your support and the emails that came in. We'll keep doing this. And if you got any questions or comments, and I'm sure you you have a lot, especially on this subject here, let's keep our our uh, first responders safe. Let's do what we can for them. Let's keep them out there for us, all right? And let's be smart on the choices that we make. Folks, thanks for tuning in. And you can catch us on Facebook, also under Cleveland Jr. Or you can go to Police Pod Talk on Facebook. We're there also. And uh, we've got that little Twitter thing going on. You can catch us there (laughs) if you want to. All right, go ahead and hit us with email. At policepodtalk at gmail.com. Abby, thank you. Jeremy, thank you for your input also. And we'll catch you guys next week on Police Pod Talk.